Pisces, this is your week ahead astrology forecast for May 3rd to May 9th. Got all the notes here of 2023 from Astrology Motivation by Born Without Boundaries. Welcome guys. In this video, we're going to review the major planetary aspects and transits of the week and then get into how they impact your natal suns. So if you don't have your natal chart prepared, you don't need it. I will definitely give you correlating dates that are an estimate of about where you'll fall if your sun was here or there or the other. Um, but the best way to be accurate is to grab yourself a natal chart, which is not very difficult. All you need is, um, all you need to do is any search engine search free natal chart and a bunch of websites will come up you'll need your birth date which you already have your birth time and your birth place and all of these three things can be found on your birth certificate plug that information in it spits it out and honestly i think it's just i mean it's great it just it, it's so easy and then you'll know exactly what um what degree your natal sun is positioned on in Pisces. So if your natal sun is positioned between zero and nine degrees, you are Pisces one because your natal sun falls within the first decan of Pisces. If your natal sun falls between 10 and 19 degrees, you are Pisces two. And if your natal sun falls between 20 and 29 degrees, you are Pisces three. What is a decan, you ask? A decan is a group of 10 degrees. Each zodiac sign has a total of 30 degrees in it, so each zodiac sign has three decans in it. So let's get into the big stuff this week. So there is a full moon. <laughs> there is a full moon in Scorpio that happens on the fifth of this week and it's also a lunar eclipse we will not be able to we as in if you're watching this from the united states central america south america uh uk iceland we actually will not get any glimpse of this lunar eclipse happening though it will still impact us because it is happening um but if you're in australia india eastern africa most of western europe you guys will actually be able to experience it so should be really beautiful like I, I always say this if you have time to take shots and email them to me do it i i love i love these kind of events because they're beautiful um astrologically what is really wonderful about this eclipse is that it is um it's it's opposite a sun that is conjunct both mercury retrograde and uranus so the sun is in Taurus at about 15 degrees. This uh, full moon happens at about 15 degrees Scorpio. So for those of you who are Decan 2 Pisces or Pisces 2, this full moon is actually going to be trying to your natal sun. And that's significant and we'll get into why later. Um, beautiful energy with when the sun is uh, conjunct to Mercury and uh, Uranus. It's bright it's almost like an aha moment. Think about it like Eureka. All of a sudden, purging of toxicity, which is exactly what the full moon does. It purges us of toxicity, but especially when it is in Scorpio. The moon is at fall position in Scorpio. It is not very content there, very uncomfortable. So that's really what we're, what we're purging. We're purging the toxins that, we, that make us uncomfortable or that have made us hurt or suffer. 
we're purging that. That's what we're releasing. And uh, in opposition to that is the sun where there is these brilliant discoveries or brilliant understandings. So what's going to happen is those long-held problems, those things that maybe we've been trying to hide because we're ashamed that they're happening to us, we're going to finally realize something brilliant. Oh my God, Eureka. Now I finally get it. And now that I finally get it, it's not scary anymore. And now that it's not scary anymore, I can do something about it. So this is a brilliant moment to liberate you from shame or guilt or harm or sadness or suffering that has held you down because you really didn't understand even if you thought you did, you really didn't understand what you were dealing with. And now that you do, it's really not so fearsome. It's like when you were a kid and you just realized, oh, there's no monster under the bed. There has never been. There's no monster in the closet. And if I change my mindset, then I change my level of peace. So this is actually a beautiful moon. Um, as they all are. But this is a really helpful moon, I think, around this time. Um... The sun, let's see what else we have that are like big events. This week, oh, I wrote it down last week. I know, not last week. I wrote it down um, um, on my other page. So Venus is going to be transiting on May 7th. Venus is transiting into Cancer. It's in Gemini right now. It's so much more harmonious in Cancer. It's really happy there. It's tender. It's cuddly. It's lovey-dovey. And if those of you have just started dating, this is when you would probably um, dive deeper into a long-term relationship or level up in your relationship. It's a really, it's a really nice energy for Venus to be in. So we're moving a little bit more out of the dissonance. Mercury is still in retrograde, so be prepared for that. It is actually conjunct the sun. Mercury retrograde is conjunct the sun when, when the moon is full. So this is almost like maybe something that we've been not we've needed to discover for a while that's finally surfacing we finally eureka we finally know we finally understand i really love that energy there's also another major aspect this week and that is jupiter square to pluto it's also square to mars and this will this will be sustained for into the next week as well this is intensity like intensity beyond compare um i don't really know what else to say it it is like the roto-rooter of energy. It will ruthlessly and relentlessly, relentlessly and ruthlessly if it has to, and it actually doesn't have to, you can choose, break through or find a way to unclog any drain. That is why it is the roto-rooter. It will get through. The point is to get through while maintaining the integrity of the pipe, right? If you explode the pipe to unclog the drain, you haven't really helped any situation. You've actually made it worse. And unfortunately, this energy has the ability to do that as well. So it's just how we use this relentlessness. Relentlessness is amazing, but um, ruthlessness can be very undermining. And anything earned through ruthlessness will eventually create very toxic karma that will infect anything you've earned while you were ruthlessly gaining it. So the key to this energy and to using this energy productively and when you use it productively and and uh, balanced in harmony it is actually an extremely it's just wonderful energy um 
there is this sense of um, if you use it well, you're building up really wonderful karma and things that will last long term. So the key then is to nail yourself to your morality, nail yourself to your ethics, screw your courage to screw screw your ethics and your morality to their sticking place, because um, if you start if you start um, compromising your sense of integrity and morality this week um, there could be there will be there will be big problems later on especially with Pluto Pluto loves to tempt loves to tempt and torment to tempt to see if he can push you in a direction that will make you compromise yourself and so if you can't then you've kind of earned this sort of dharmic enlightened beautiful energy so it's really really important to focus on integrity and morality while this energy is around um let's get into the things specifically that you as piscians should be paying attention to jupiter and neptune why do i say that because they're your ruling dignitaries and wherever they are part of your energy will be it just impacts you all the time I know this being a Cancerian, wherever the moon is, <laughs> I change, it, it switches. I can feel when the moon is in a different zodiac sign because it changes my mood. So Neptune and Jupiter are your two ruling dignitaries. Neptune is your modern ruler. And then Jupiter is your traditional ruler, though it's you can't argue that it still impacts you where it is. So Jupiter is your more spiritual self, um, but it's your more spiritual self that is curious about the earthly goings-on of spirituality and philosophy. Neptune is your God space. That is your, your plug into the eternal, but both are very faith and spirituality based so neptune is still at 26 degrees it is at home neptune is in pisces this week it is going to be trine to mars and squared to venus what does that mean that it means that neptune is not being all soggy and wet and mushy gushy it wants to take action and it wants to move forward and sort of make something or inspire usually neptune trine mars comes across as inspiration to push things forward make progress to inspire you expect to be very inspired and this week and not want to be bogged down by a lot of relationship crap right now you may find some challenges as well in terms of finances but you will have the inspiration jupiter jupiter as i mentioned is in aries it is at i think 28 degrees aries this week it's it's no, it's moving between 27 and 28 degrees Aries. Um, Neptune isn't moving at all. It doesn't move fast at all. But Jupiter is moving between 27 and 28 degrees Aries. Um, it is square to Pluto and square to Mars, which also positions it to be opposite the south node and conjunct to the north node. It's still in a very loose conjunction slash opposition, but it is there. And so Jupiter is super powering and accelerating this switch over or this change over this this um turning the corner of our life journey so it's accelerating that and um, that may be good it may be bad it all depends on where you're at in life but there is an accelerate acceleration of i've got to get this done you might you might feel inside of you a sense of the time is ticking a, a sense of almost rushing inside of yourself 
calm yourself down. I don't think you have to move as quickly as you think you have to move because of this sort of secondary energy that's impacting you. Let's get into the decans, shall we? So in Pisces, in the zodiac sign of Pisces, there are two planets. Uh, Saturn at 5 degrees Pisces and Neptune at 26 degrees Pisces. Both these planets will not move much. They'll still be at the same degree by the end of the week. But Saturn is conjunct to Pisces 1. And that means conjunct to what? Conjunct to your sons. Conjunct to the natal sons of everybody in Pisces 1. This is actually really wonderful energy because it means you're being taken seriously, you're taking life more seriously, and you're undergoing a maturation process where your mind is really, it's really grounded. It's really beautifully grounded energy. It's confident and competent energy. And this is something long-term that we've talked about for the last couple of weeks, and it'll be with you for the next year. So enjoy it because this is a real time to sort of make progress and get ahead in your life, especially your career. Um, so you are conjunct to Saturn. You are sextile to the North Node and in opposition to the South Node, your natal suns. Um, and that means this is a turning point. You, you, you're happy and healthy with your sense of self and where you've come from. And you found a way to use it to make progress, turn that corner, and open up doors for you to move into the future. You're very future focused and very happy about where it's headed. That's long term as well. Um, you also have, uh, no, 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 the rest is pretty short term based on this week into next week. A quincunx to Mars, so frustration, agitation, or feeling like you're rushed, feeling like you have to hurry things up. Um, that could be very frustrating all week. Um, or even just the fact that you have to take action, right? Or feeling like you have to take action when you're, maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're in the contemplative stage of something. Slow your roll by connecting with your breath or just lounging in some water and let, letting yourself or being by the water to kind of calm yourself down a little bit. When um, water signs need to ground, go to the water. Go to the water, it grounds you almost immediately. Um, this week, your natal suns are trying to Venus. Now, this looks really, really good, and it could mean harmony and healing and tranquility when it comes to your romantic relationships, feeling valued, feeling good about yourself, as well as money or whatever finances that you've been dealing with. Anything with value, you're finding a tranquility and a harmony about. There's a settling down and a peace that is a nice, nice, just... It's just a nice weight that has been lifted this week. Um, your natal suns are sextile to Mercury retrograde and sextile to Jupiter. If you are Mercury retrograde, yes, all of you. Sextile to Mercury retrograde, which means that retrograde won't get you as badly as it normally does. Uh, could also mean that you're finding opportunities in stuff that you're reviewing. So pay attention to that. Really nice. And then we have Jupiter. Only if you are on the Aquarius cusp, really, are you sextile to Jupiter right now. But if so, holy moly, what a beautiful energy for you to be experiencing. The, your natal sun sextile to Jupiter is probably a whole one of the luckiest things that you can experience. So just expect and be happy for a very fortunate and abundant week for yourselves. All right, let's move to Pisces 2. So Pisces 2... I'm sorry, the birth dates for Pisces 1, I should have said that, are usually um, February Pisces. 
yeah. Now the birth dates for Pisces too are between the first, like maybe the first 10 days, maybe first nine days, um, or maybe from like the 29th to the 9th of March, um, in and around there. This would be definitely Pisces too. And if you are like in that, in that, um, um, kind of gray area definitely get your natal chart so you can see exactly where your sun is so that you can know well this is where my degree is so I know I'm Pisces too but Pisces too are about between like the 29th and the 9th 29th of February and the 9th of March excuse me Pisces too this week your natal suns are sextile to Uranus which means strange weird wonderful and surprising opportunities are opening up for you especially eureka moments brilliance really being able to think outside the box and your mind will be so amazing I'm not sure everybody else is going to get it but this is a great time for innovation for you and opportunities opening up because of innovation your you guys are the ones that are trying to the full moon. So when the full moon happens on May 5th, your natal suns are going to be trying to it. So this is a beautiful energy of tranquility, detoxing, finding that the anger levels or the self-hatred levels or the toxicity levels are coming way, way down, really getting a grapple over, a handle over yourself, being reintroduced to who you are without the guilt and shame and suffering. A lot of harmony and energy to make yourself feel good again and feel reconnected again is absolutely possible during this full moon. And with that sextile to Uranus, some really bright and brilliant discoveries. Once that toxicity is cleared, it really makes sense. Something makes sense that maybe may, may not have made sense for a very long time. Um, that's it for you, Pisces 2. Pisces 3. So Pisces 3, definitely if you are born on the Aries cusp, um, moving backward maybe toward about like the 10th of March Pisces 3 um, your natal suns are the ones that are, are are conjunct to Neptune so this is a very creative time for you and as long as you you use that creativity um, to do something do something with it it's actually that's a long-term aspect but it's a wonderful energy um, you can, however, get a little bit too lost in your dreams and your fantasies. So that's something to be very aware of and always um, just be, be, be understanding of it. And if you feel yourself spending too much time in your daydreams or even in your creativity, go out and ground yourself and get back into the real world and people who love you and friends and family. This is, this is where you should take regular vacations to is reality. Um, this week, your natal suns are square to Venus if you are on the Aries cusp. So only those at the extreme end of Pisces 3 are really, um, are really going to be square to Venus this week, though all of you will be going into next week. Um, no. Yes. Um, for you guys, square to Venus feels, it can compromise how you feel about your, your, your beauty or your aesthetics. It can make you want to change a bunch of stuff out of, about yourself. 
but um, don't because you're reacting instead of really creating. This is not a good time for any hair appointments or changing your looks or changing the aesthetics around you. This could cause tension when it comes to relationships because you feel your value is compromised. This could also compromise your budget or your pocketbook. Watch out for trying to overcompensate and overspend. Make sure that you don't. Um, and then we have a trine to Mars, which means energy and stamina and um, yeah, a feeling of being up, a feeling of being capable, a feeling of being physically strong or being able to heal some injury that had happened to your physical self. Mars is in Cancer, so it's a little bit more sensitive. So it could even be taking action or actions that are taken um, finding harmony or finding peace with family members uh, for one reason or another. So Pisces, let me know in the comments below how this energy is impacting you guys this week. I love you so much. Please do come over and join me on Born Without Boundaries Tarot for your week ahead tarot card reading. I would love to see you there. Pisces, I'll talk to you next week.